Hey there, pants people. Do me a favor. Leave us a review wherever you're listening. And when you're done, come back and enjoy the episode. City is known mostly for the lively streets of Fiesta Town or the industrial powerhouse of the Ironworks District. In truth, though, these are recent additions to the city, only added after the discovery of the Radiant Citadel. Initially, the city was formed of only two of its current four districts, the old estates and streets of Los Cavalanes, as well as those that sit high atop of Papalaron Hill. At the time, these two pieces of the city were as one, though this is far from the case now. Current tourists to Sansatian can only enter the immaculate streets of Papalatlon Hill under the most fortunate circumstances, to avoid the dangerous and near-abandoned old city. Never fear, though, folks of the Concord, for there is truly no limit to the entertainment and delights to be found in Fiesta Town. From the incredible local cuisine, the never-ending music, or even the unmatched excitement of Lucha Libre matches and casinos. A visit to Sanstion City is an experience that nobody, and I mean nobody, can afford to miss. David, I'm never going to be able to pronounce the name of that hill. I'm going to trip on every <laughs> I, I single will, word in this arc. I will not say that name a single I, fucking time i, I will, will not say it even differently attempt it. every single time let's uh, work it out slowly no like like <laughs> this is this is where i'm standing it's so hard because i want to get pronunciations somewhat right without being that guy who goes into a, a you know any sort of french restaurant or is a croissant you know like i want to not be that guy i mean don't you love croissant <laughs> i do love a good croissant but <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be here for this <laughs> It's like, it's going to be fun. There's a lot of worlds in this setting, and they're so cool. They're not worlds that were traditionally explored in fantasy medium. The only issue with that is that there's a lot of pronunciations that I am very not used to uh, as just a country bumpkin from northern New Hampshire. I so, mean, you, you know what? We're exploring this together. We're having fun. You did this. I did. I did pick this adventure. Yeah, it was your making. But you know what? It's because it's an awesome adventure, and everyone should play it. You hear that, Pants People? Play Radiant Citadel. It's so good. It really so good. is. I'm having fun. Hell oh, it's yeah. a blast. It's a blast and just so interesting. Every time you go to a new world, it's just something new and exciting. Not the usual old, hey, look, it's a little farm village in the middle of, you know, fuck all Canyon. <laughs> There's giants here. I don't know. There's goblins. I can it's pronounce different. that It's different. It's exciting. <laughs> fuck wall Canyon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That one's fun to say. Yeah, so so this is really exciting for us. Uh, uh, we started this episode off, uh, you may have noticed, with a little ad swap. That was the last episode we did that with, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. We got some vacation stuff. So so we are recording this before Stephen takes his two-week vacation. Uh, we are going to put it out there. 
when he gets back because by the time he gets back, there's no time for recording, editing, all that jazz. Uh, so we're in a pretty fun place. We're putting this out. We're taking two weeks off. We're putting out babies and broadsword. It's you already listened to it. I'm sure you loved it. Thank you for loving it so so much. Yeah, babies and broadswords was excellent. Oh, it's a great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're in a weird. We're 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 talking from the distant past right now. Exactly. Um, this is tripping me out. Man. We're trying to get our timeline straight. But yes, the last episode before babies and broadswords started off with a little ad swap, um, and we're yeah. kind of excited. Yeah, to, three weeks ago. <laughs> three weeks ago. Yeah, but now that uh the timeline continuum has caught up we're finally excited to start talking about some of these ad swaps and um our new trailer that's enabling us to do them and the little community that we're building our new Mm month-old trailer (laughs) (laughs) i suppose even today as we record it's a couple weeks old now yeah it's a little bit yeah i think so um but i don't remember as always jeremy well done yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. I'm just I'm so rizzed up, excited. I don't know. Partially because I had two and a half, almost three and a half energy drinks today. I threw the last one away because my heart was not wait, feeling. You th- it. Wait, you threw it away and you didn't save it for tomorrow? It called to me. It, it's dark fingers raised from the can, beckoning me forth to sip, sip, sip. So you sip, sip, sip tomorrow? No, 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 no. My weak form would suckle upon the breasts of the drink today, and then it would die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on two and a half, so that's where this is. That's yeah. where this is coming from. All right. um, but anyway, it's so exciting to me because because we uh, we got this new ad out. Uh, we're doing these ad swaps. We're really getting there, and and like we started this little thing. We're moving close to a year now. We've all these episodes behind us. A couple full arcs. Moving into an arc that I am unbelievably excited about, and I mean, like everyone here listening to this right now uh, on the day this comes out. You're on the ground floor. You're coming at the start, but like I truly feel like this is going to be big someday. This is going to be the next big thing because when we're having a, so much fun here. We started off having so much fun here, and we're still every time we're so excited to get in here and just and just record and play this game. But to listen back to it, I just I love it so much. I love this story so much. I want to share it with everybody. Yeah, so much has happened in one year, and this is still only the beginning. Yeah. Just the beginning. Just the beginning. Um, but but I agree. I am very proud of what we're doing. Oh, absolutely. And I think if we just keep showing up, having fun mm-hmm. and improving, um, you know, good things may happen. Yeah. And, and we're making People friends mean, out there, friends with other podcasts, yeah. just like yeah, us, just starting cool out part, and getting out there. Right? And it's so cool. Like everybody, we're all we're all connected here. You know, we all want the same thing. We wanna we wanna create amazing stories and enjoy listening to amazing stories. Mm-hmm. So man, you're an ad. Check those guys out because yeah. they're just like us. They're getting out there. They're they're putting their darnest, putting the work in, and they are loving every second of it. I promise. Yeah. So um, so speaking of our little community and our new ad swaps, um, if if you guys have the time, uh, we really hope that you'd take a moment to check out our friends over at Rolls of Redemption. Uh, they're uh, another D and D actual play, but they stream um, on Twitch Mondays at eight p.m. Nice. So um, if you'll give us a moment, uh, we're going to play you their, uh, their trailer. And if you like what you hear, please check them out. Hell yeah. Do you like fire? Do you like hijinks? Do you like poorly thought out fire-related hijinks? Join the chaos at Rolls of Redemption. Every Monday on Twitch, we stream a D&D campaign chock full of poor choices that often makes for hilarious encounters. As we battle the undead. 
try to outwit the politically corrupt, and fan the flames of intra-party romance, you'll find high-quality fun, absolutely terrible puns, and exceptionally questionable planning. And the fun doesn't stop there. Join our Discord server, where the roleplay continues all week long, and you can even scheme the party's demise with the DM. So join us on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash rollsofredemption, and let us redeem your Monday one roll at a time. Whoa! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> was, that us, was that us coming back from the trailer? Yeah. yeah we're back. Hey, guys, we're back. Whoa. How you doing? <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't drink that third energy drink. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, so I, I was listening to the news, and I was hearing the federal government is going after mm. um, those YouTubers, Logan Paul and KSI, over their energy drink because it has too much caffeine in it and they're marketing it to kids and oh my gosh it has like more caffeine than red bull more caffeine than whatever but it has less caffeine than rockstar wait okay how many milligrams what are you are we trying talking to say about? huh i'm how, trying to how, say that the federal government is suing somebody for making a drink with less caffeine investigating not suing i mean what's the what's what's the milligrams here i don't know how to look it up some real sciencey bullshit. Drink taste good, drink feel good. That's all I know. That's all I care about. Yeah. So instead of being that guy who dives into Google and is like, oh, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look up ChatGPT instead. I'll say this. I'll say this. Why don't you get your caffeine fix? What? You watch yourself. From a small. You watch yourself. Craft. What? Made to order D&D themed coffee company. <gasps> called like Homebrew Coffee Co. Like we're drinking right now. Cheers, Sands David. What a what a we are enjoying smooth the, uh, transition. Yeah, it was. It absolutely was. Is that smooth? We're enjoying as that their uh, their Dragon Slayer, a tart, medium roast, and it is delicious. You're missing out, David. I'm not. And it is tart. It doesn't finish like like sharp and bitter. Right, right. It's more like the tartness on like the center of the back of your tongue. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know what? Hand me one of those coffees. I'll show you how this is done. If he spits it out, he's going to spit it on his own computer. Oh, that's true. All right. (laughs) Let me preface by saying this. I am a Nosmic. I have no sense of smell. And so my tastes are a little fucked up. You are going to dislike it. I'm going to hate it. And I want you all to hear this. Hear my vehemence. It's all real. Holy fuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. I forgot how... Oh... (laughs) <laughs> fucking make, make some noise for me. I gotta go get so, a drink. I did not Holy expect shit. it to be that intense. So those so bad. Those with adult tastes can visit our friends at Homebrew Coffee Co. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. How can something be that horrible? <laughs> David, you oh. are, you are <laughs> you are what, sword and enigma. We should we should bring him Is whiskey that the next. Right word? Oh, see how he does with that. I want to go home now, too. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> Let's unplug everything. Holy shit. All right, what do you think? Should we get down to things? Yeah, I'm done torturing you. There is an amazing amount of shit to get to. It's, I will say that. Yeah, it's your turn to torture us, I think. <laughs> so, I think it's about time we check back in on Zeb and Jules. 
the, the one Zebulon fan out there just cheered. Um, Fuck let's, you. <laughs> so. There's like I think there's like three or four. Okay. So check yourself, man. Wow. Oh boy. Um, this is gonna be a weird arc, as you've probably already figured out. Any anyone playing here, anyone listening, because we have two different parties moving. Right now, currently at different time frames. So I'm going to back things up. We ended off last time about 5 o'clock in the morning as Dresden and Crispin were entering the Fire Opal Concord Jewel. On their way to uh, the port town that Zebulon and Jules uh, recently had left, uh, which is actually called Manzanares. I don't think I ever said the name of the town, but Manzanares is the name of the port town. Um, But that was 5 o'clock. That was the morning. We are going to turn back time because when we left off of Zebulon and Jules, it was closer to 11 o'clock p.m. the night before. The night of day zero, as I'm calling it. As we're moving up towards midnight, the clock will tick on day one of this adventure. Zebulon and Jules have just been infected by a dangerous illness slash curse. Sereno. We know this now. And now I'm going to put forth some meta information because I think that in some cases, having some meta information can help inform the characters and make the story more exciting. We are dealing with a series of clocks in this arc. It's mostly going to be open to you guys to determine how you want to handle things, how you want to go about wherever you go. You at this point have two parties that they're unaware of each other and what each other are doing right now. One of these clocks is a more natural one born in mechanics. It is Sereno. It is going to kill you. Slowly but surely, it is going to kill you if you do not find a way around it. But there are other ones as well. If you take too long to reach certain objectives, if you play it too safe, things might happen. But you're playing a dangerous game now because if you play too reckless, well, you know me. So, with that being said, you are in the desert. Jules, you've just seen the poster showing Miskin. The words, wanted dead, make it very clear. He is in terrible, terrible danger. Jean Franklin mentions as you're reading this, and you barely hear it, that this was posted for four days ago. There must be a number of hunters already here. These illegal bounty hunters who, drawn by this offer of 600 gold. At this point, Jules and uh, Debulon do not know who posted this. That information is not on the poster at all. It just says the name, description, and the act that they want. So I have a question. How dare you? Yeah, what? Let's say you're an illegal bounty hunter. Yeah. You show up here. How do you know that? You kill Miskin. Then what do you do? You stand there in the town circle and raise your hand real high. Hey, hey, I did it. Hey, look at me. I did it. It's a fair point. There's got to be someone to report to, correct? Correct? You'd think so. I mean, you don't know. Zebulon doesn't know. <clears throat> so who's who's finding this poster and is answering this call without any information? Is it bait? There is one thing to consider. Say you're an illegal bounty hunter. You'd likely be privy to more information than any commoner about those who would handle bounties, those who would handle rewards, those who would handle the, the uh, giving of information. It is an illegal uh, activity. And so you're not going to see a poster and you're not going to see, oh man, this is from this guy. You do this to get it. Here's all the agents involved because, hey, people high up are going to shut you down. They're going to follow up on all that information. You're in the know. If you're a bounty hunter, you're in the know. Mm-hmm. These two bounty hunters you are with were probably in the know. They're corpses now. 
Zebulon and Jules, you're not in the know. But nobody saw anybody posting the posters anywhere? These posters are likely something that, all you know, when you got to town, these two shady gentlemen moved away somewhere to somebody, you imagine, in Manzanares, and came out with this. There could be a contact there. Sure, yeah, that, that makes sense. It's all, it's all underground information. But I will say, I think you could imagine at least that there's likely this sort of same sort of underground information to be found in Santatian City, as it is the center hub of everything illegal and legal that happens on Santatian. This is a pretty known world. This is a big world. It's not quite the size of Tythos or what Tythos was, but it is one of the most populous uh, and industrious and just generally like like prominent worlds in the Concord. I apologize for and retract my outburst. What? Mm-hmm. What happened? Yeah. No, I, it makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. That just was, that was out of character. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're being nice? I've never seen this behavior before. <laughs> so what do you do? You know you're about an hour away from the city itself. An hour and a half away from the port. You could turn back. If you go back to the Citadel, you turn tail and go to Sholay. Or perhaps to your family, Jules. Maybe. Powerful magics could help save you. But you've got a picture of a child in your hands. And time is ticking. Jules is staring down at the picture, clenching his fist with it in there, crumpling it. Very, very angry. We need to find the Miskin. Miskin? Zebulon stands up and looks over Jules' shoulder. Not over his shoulder. Around his, he's, he's tall enough to look over his shoulder. <laughs> Peeks between his legs. <laughs> wow, so, so those guys, they were here for Miskin? Looks like it. The 600 gold they were talking about? Absolute monsters. How, how does Zebulon, like, feel? Oh, uh, like physically? Yeah, like like if you're if you're sick with a cold, you feel a little whatever. If you're sick with the flu, really sucks. What does so, it feel like to have Sarano? Right now, what it feels like, there is a deep chill deep in your bones. It feels like all the heat is slowly being siphoned from your body. You and your current form, you don't have anything like really warm to put over yourself, and I think you want that. Uh, it's like standing outside in a winter day in a t-shirt. And just that cold has seeped into your bones. It started off in your bones, like cold from the inside out. On top of that, you are exhausted. And this poison condition, currently right now, you do feel like you have a full flu. Um, Your vision, hazy. Eyes sort of watery. Brow kind of sweating despite the freezing cold within within you. It's it's bad. You know it's bad. How how are we going to find Michigan like this? There is one detail of Sarano I do know. During the days, the effects of it tend to lessen or almost wear off. But they compound at night. It gets worse and worse. So, I mean, we've got some daylight coming our way. We should... gotta make some progress. If Miskin knows I'm here, he'll find us. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense that we can go start in, in the city. That's where we gotta go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And you press on. There is one other issue to consider, too. Now, because of Sereno, exhaustion is gonna be a big deal in this arc. You know, obviously. You already have two stacks of it. That's a negative two to all 
d20 rolls, essentially. And guess what? Death saves are also d20 roll. <laughs> Scary shit. This apparently compounds. On top of that, you have been active, actively traveling, uh, engaged in a, a, a dire and serious fight, doing a lot of, like, mountaineering, climbing, just traveling. Ever since waking up, the, this the sort of, like, this morning at the Crystallion in Auroral Town, that was this same day. You were almost hitting midnight on this long day, and you will need to find somewhere to sleep soon, or you're going to be making rolls, potentially accruing another level of exhaustion. And don't forget, if you hit ten levels of this, that's permanent death. So, something else to consider. As you move, there will become a time where I'm going to ask you to make those rolls. The only way to get uh, exhaustion levels removed is taking a long rest to remove one. So we definitely got to get to the city, find a place to sleep. Hopefully gather some information before. Let's see what comes of it, huh? Yeah. Jules isn't going to like to sleep. It's better than dying. Yeah, I I I think he's at least smart enough to know he still needs to. Right. Take us to Sansetian City. John Franklin sort of leading the way, keeping an eye on you, like looking back at you kind of nervously, keeping an eye on the front, eyes in the sky. The only one just like fully uh, functional, basically just watching, watching for the return of that thing. And as you move, you sort of move over like a, we start uh, uh, rising up a little bit, sort of almost like a, a long drawn out hill that as you hit the top of and peek down, um, it starts just to lower around you like a canyon, uh, slowly falling towards this great expanse, the city. You can see under the moon's light these great stone walls roughly forming a, a triangle. You see flickering lights line the streets of most of the city. Uh, the area near the main gate that you can see facing you now uh, seems especially bright, where the area farthest away is, is dead dark. From the southern edge of this shape, you can vaguely make out thick, dark stacks of smoke drifting into the moonlight. In the center of these walls, a high hill seems to rise up over all else, top with a few large structures. Here's your first look at Sansetian City. And you move towards the main gate? Yep, yeah. head towards the main gate. As you get close to the main gates, you begin to hear music flooding out from the city and let me remind you it is now about midnight maybe a little after as you're moving close to this you see there's still uh like lights all over the place you see people moving around uh excitedly there's a buzz of of energy here despite the late hour that even the radiant citadel does not have this um you move forward there's a few guards outside the gate that honestly just very cheerily wave you in and and you're you join the party. I mean, there's just this it's a blast over here. You, you see, despite this late hour, just this buzz of excitement filling the air, um, mingling with the, the haze that's falling away from the great smokestacks that pool into the sky from the works to the south. Uh, here, as you push in through this gate, you see a number of locals and tourists munching on street snacks and pointing towards great mounted images of the mighty pig man advertising hogfight. Slogans decorate these images like, uh, like uh, oh my god, uh, he'll make them squeal. Or, uh, who will enter the feeding trough? Trough? Trow? Is that? Trough, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Got it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the air smells heavily of spices here. You can see a number of stands are just still open, offering food um, to those who have made the journey from Manzanares. In this case, it's actually only you that are, are traveling uh, during this late hour, but a lot of folk are still up in Adam. Um, you see 
crunchy tacos, platters of frying corn chips, uh, stews like hominy and meat pozole, which uh, is like uh, corn and meat pozole, but better. <laughs> it's a callback. It's a callback. <laughs> callback joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the sign says. Um, <laughs> Fast and upbeat music drifts for a group of performers set in a small stage along the road's edge. And a number of passerbys have stopped to dance before them. Uh, Drunken figures stumble or are tossed from large gates of of, of these structures. Um, You can hear these combined cheers and groans coming from these these, these, very light uh, uh, doors that reveal these to be the the fabled San Satian Casino, as you'd think. Um, People just just stumbling out very sadly. Uh, Not a penny to the name left. But amongst all this cheer, the people dancing and laughing, there's there's something wrong. Something that I think Jules in particular is, 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 is more privy to, more sensitive to. Just like a feeling that immediately strikes you, Jules. It's, it's so idyllic here. So perfect here at this gate, here in this part of the city. A part that right where you're seeing is relatively small compared to the whole. This is where the tourists from other worlds will see. This is all they might see, and it reminds you of Cerule, of the high city, of how when you entered the uh, the diamond, the, 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 the uh, sapphire, when you came and docked in the, in the plaza of the traveler and you looked out, all you saw was this these great towers, immaculate, in this bustling crowd of well-to-do folk. You'd never know what lay beyond those towers. You'd never know. It's interesting you brought that up because as you were describing the scene that we saw when we first saw San Satian City, I was thinking that Jules was looking at the, he was looking past mm. to where everything gets dark and not at the, at the front light spectacle. Hell yeah. I think I might know what we need to do. Oh. Should we play it out? I'm, I'm very curious here. Play, yeah, play it out. Okay. <clears throat> so... Zeb's looking around at all this. I'd, I'd like to think that Zebulon has made sort of the same conclusion that Jules had because Zebulon has something in mind. Zebulon wants to find more bounty hunters and he knows that he's not going to find them here. Jan, this whole party thing, all this area, it seems... It's amazing, isn't it? Incredible. It, it seems... Truly the remarkable city I thought it would be. And so clean, too. Wonderful. Really safe. I can't wait to Don't stay here. Don't get too attached. And, and right up your alley, I, yes. I think... We're going to have a good time here. Jules, I think you and I should go further into the city. And and John, maybe maybe you can stay around here and, and try to see what what you can come up with. We can cover more ground that way. I... Wait. <laughs> I'm confused. You mean deep into Fiesta Town, the, this this sort of district where the you know the tourists go and no. play and have fun with a what? no. How much do you know about San Satian City? We want to go where the real people are. Uh, to answer your question, nothing. <sighs> You're speaking of Los Gavilanes, the old city. Beyond all this, it's dangerous there. They say. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where we're gonna find out some more about. You know, the paper? All right. Well, keep north and east. You'll find your way there eventually, but maybe it's best I don't go. I might attract some of the wrong sort of attention there. But I can find us a room here. It's, it's much more comfortable. I'll find us all a place to stay. I'll, I'll, my treat. You you shouldn't be walking around so much. We're just going to get a, a lay of the land, and, and we'll be back soon. 
because I don't know how much more of this walking I can do. So, so here's a tricky thing. It's after midnight at this point. Yeah. yeah. If we need to rest for eight hours, yeah, our good eight hours is coming up during the day. If you were to rest now, you're up at like eight thirty. Yeah. And you are slowly encroaching on more and more of that time that you're going to miss. It's it's hard. Um, if you come to blows, come to combat, you're in a bad place. I, I, I feel like we still need to rest before we before we go in. Yeah. All right. It's we're going to be adding points of exhaustion. Yeah. We're not recovered from the last fight. Like I said, Jules doesn't Jules doesn't want to. <clears throat> but, yeah. But. That makes sense, and and maybe even the, you know, the scarier part of the city will be safer during the day. John, if it's on you, I'm not gonna gonna deny it. <laughs> what? <laughs> John, if it's on you, I ain't saying no. Very well, this is good, good. And whether I can get some sort of doctor, some sort of physician to come to see you, we can do something about this. We should try to treat you while you while you rest. Yeah, yeah, I guess it it does make sense to get some sleep before we go deeper. Good, good. Um, As you're moving in to find a place to sleep, I want to direct both you guys to Roll20. Uh, Jean Franklin's going to start giving you the lay of the land about what this city really looks like. And I'm going to, you know, I have a map I made. I want to show this guys, show it to you guys. Um, I'll try to describe it for everybody else as well. But you're looking at a roughly triangular city. What do they call a perfect triangle? What's that one? There's a lot of different kinds of triangles. It's a Triforce-style triangle. Yeah, you can't bring me back to, like, sixth grade. (laughs) That that also doesn't look like a perfect triangle. Roughly a triangle, damn it. Dude, like, it's a really basic concept and easy Uh word that's on the tip of my brain. Equilateral. Boom. I got it, writer. Um, (laughs) You look... Yeah, it's a a boom triangle. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You guys have just entered the jewel gate. As he kind of will probably describe you as you're going in, moving deeper into uh, the tourist district of Saint-Étienne City. Uh, roughly a third of the city is Fiesta Town, which is just loaded with inns, casinos, places to eat, places to party, music on every street corner. Uh, uh, this, is where, this is where, like, there's a number of stadiums for or these huge Lucha Libre matches. This is the place people go because tourism is a huge part of the economy here in Saint-Étienne City. But it's not the main part. Down to the south of this, south south of both districts, we see uh, these great sort of uh, facilities, these these ironworks factories, and uh, uh, basically just like smiths and refineries. Uh, there's a there's a gate to the south too that leads to th- these mines loaded with ores, um, constantly being worked at that, that that you know are always flowing into the ironworks, being taken care of, you know, processed and then sent out of world to every other world. It is, it is the main reason Sansetian City and the whole world of Sansetian is really on the map, as big as it is, is the ironworks. Um, I think jean Fernand doesn't know a lot about the history of them or what they represent, anything about that. You'll have to figure that out as you go. But that's uh, another roughly third of the city is, is this huge district. Um, generally pretty well guarded and, and you know, well patrolled. Then you have the old city, Los Cavalanes. Um, You see this is... Uh, Basically, these used to be these sort of larger estates that belong to the old nobility and like, you know, rough streets kind of in between them. Um, that was the city's original form. Now those streets and homes are, well, I'm trying to think of the right word. They're, they're, they're in a state of constant disrepair. They are chaotic, dilapidated. Yes, perfect. 
Um, Got it. And and <laughs> this isn't wholly known. And I think even John Franklin doesn't know much about the old city, but we'll just say that, that there's also a number of estates there as well. Once belonged to nobles, now overtaken by various groups and gangs and, and, and just filled with, well, with the low folk. The folk that you grew up with, Jules, in the latter half of your youth. Folks like the Cherry Delights. It's a, a sad story that you've heard time and time again. It's just another flavor of that same oppression that you felt on Tythos. There, the flavor was miners and, and, and uh, stone workers. Here, I guess you don't really know. But you could guess, as you look to the great stacks of smoke coming from the south, you could guess. In the middle of all of this is, and I'm going to try this again, Papalotlan Hill. Papalotlan Hill. Let's do that. Papalotlan Hill. It is uh, this great hill that oversees everything, never really leaving your sight. And a number of, like, pristine, huge manors resting atop it, overlooking everyone. This is the seat of government here, the seat of the Tresena, who rule over uh, the city and essentially the world. And just a number of all, like, the, the, the real big-name people. This is where the money is. And it's funny because it's so small. I mean, every one of the other districts is roughly a third of the city with just maybe a a 10% or less of like the full bulk of the city all gathered here. And yet it represents everything. You look at the top of that hill at those structures bathed in moonlight and the vague darkness of night. And it probably reminds you of leaving Tythos and looking up, up at the Tower of Authority up and knowing in that way you know that your mother was looking down John Franklin leads you to a, a nice little uh, inn slash pub little taverny sort of space called the hang on hang on the limp cactus <laughs> the limp <laughs> cactus today in the most random things I've ever heard not, not the crisp cactus <laughs> that's so much better <laughs> <laughs> just like I said that, now it's like, all right, what's the lore behind why this is a sad-sounding place in a really happy, in, in a place that Jean would, would yeah, why would he, why, 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 to why go would to? Jean go to the limp cactus? He goes there and he looks at the sign and he says, no, no, that's not it. Nah, no, this, <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> it leads you down the road. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you see this sad-looking blue, like neon cactus with a sad face, just like almost like the sign is watching you go. <laughs> As you move away. <laughs> I'm on so many energy drinks. Give me a name for an inn. <laughs> the inn. That sucks. It's worse than the limp cactus. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, it's not. Damn. Um, Sandy Hill Inn. That was an elementary school in my hometown. I kind of like it. I like it. You Sandy asked. Hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's funny too because you look at these streets, and again, you're you're in the middle of this desert. And I didn't really mention it's probably hard to even see, but like most of the greenery here is also focused centrally towards uh, Papa Lotland Hill. Um, spreading out from there is a lot of just like still that same sort of desert terrain um, kind of rough and I think you do see like maybe like there's a mound building up towards this kind of nice looking very tall spire like building uh, which just says Sandy Hill Joe Franklin just oh yes this looks nice well I suppose I could foot the bill this time let's get you guys comfortable Um, that's really generous I want the sweet (laughs) with a jacuzzi 
Um, I don't think he, they have jacuzzis. I was say, do they have fantasy jacuzzis? <laughs> Probably at the pale moonlight. Uh, he he hears that. <laughs> I think he actually even. he actually sees Jean Frank kind of like like smiles and roll. A, I want you guys to roll an insight check oh. or perception. Both huh. will work. Goodness, because he sort of turns away from you after that. Um, and David, so our exhaustion, we don't have a way to put that on D&D Beyond, so we're just going to have to remember it. Uh, or yes. minus two. And honestly, that's better because I got to like compound it each night and it's going to go away to a degree, you know. Okay, yeah. what are we rolling? What or what? Insight or perception. With oh, a, yeah. With a minus two. God damn it, that's right. So, eight for Zebulon. Okay. That is a nine for Jules. Okay. I have a plus two, so it's, it evens Fancy. out. It evens out. Um, yeah, so pretty bad. Uh, all you see is jumping and kind of turns away from you for a second. You don't see his face. You don't see what he does. He just kind of turns back to you with a, this sort of total smile. Uh, all right, then. Let's uh, step inside. Um, you know what? Because the listeners didn't roll a bad perception check or insight check, I want to tell them what, what you guys didn't see. And it's fun. What you guys didn't see was John Franklin turning away from you, pulling his very, very uh, small-looking wallet out of his out of his you know office belt and kind of opening it and just looking down at it with like some sort of somber disgust. Oh no! And then just kind of like sighing a little bit, eyes closed, oh, and then shit. you know placing the smile back in his face. He turns around like, yes, yes, of course. Um, God, let's go now inside. Now we can't even offer to pay. Uh oh! We can't, can't even offer, offer to pay. So <laughs> yes. I just better tell you so you know what you don't know. Well, oh now Jules is just an asshole. <laughs> We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I want to try something real fast. All right. Okay. Papalotin. Papalotin? Papalotl? Papa, no, it's no. an N. Papalotin? I, I can see Papalotin. I think that actually makes more sense. I don't care. It's probably a silent L. It didn't work as well as I thought. I would rather be a silent L. It's a silent L now. Papalotian? Fuck, that sounds good. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> This um, is, I don't know, that's, that's how it's spelled. Papalotian. He's going in the inn. Here, okay, I'll just say, I'll just do this. Papalotian. And now every time you say it, I'll just put... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put my voice in. <laughs> oh, so Anyways. here you stand beneath, the, beneath the, the, the tall hill around you. Uh, you see, see, just ahead, you see... Papalotian. There's a second for you to add that. <laughs> I'm going to do it at least once now. I wanted to set you up. <laughs> um, God. Okay. So I take it you move inside the end? Yes. Following Jean to our free room. Um, I think Jean kind of powers ahead of you. Uh, just like very, oh, no. almost too excited, just opens the door uh, and you guys start to move in. And I will say, actually, as this is happening, you do hear a slight commotion from sort of the right of where you stand towards where the edge of this, this, Building, uh, you know, where it kind of turns a corner into like an alley that must move into maybe another door behind it. Um, you just hear a voice like, "Hey, watch out!" Um, as someone kind of almost stumbles out of the alley and and, and almost like runs into them. And sorry, sorry, sorry about that. Um, you see a figure that looks towards you and kind of like this commotion, this 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 sort of figure that's moving away from this in out of this alley and just suddenly staring. Eyes locked on you, mouth agape. And you, Jules, recognize this figure. I was going to say, I thought I recognized that voice. Um, it may be a voice I used 
during the okay. first episode. Because this is a figure that uh, you had, uh, when you were leaving Cerule, when you were in the midst of the this sort of great storm that was just tearing your world apart, uh-huh. you were you, you went into this little pub, you went and you gathered these people around you, you yes. inspired them to leave. Yes. And you see... I did see, recognize the voice. Yes. Yes. Now, one of these people was an old man with uh, withered curly gray hair. Um, a man named Grindy. You could see he's still wearing his way oversized, like torn up hat. Um, you could see very notably that the left sleeve of his patchy jacket hangs limp at his elbow where you know he lost his arm or half his arm in a masonry accident you know this is a man that you led out of Cerule and a lot of the folk there were replaced in different worlds now you know where he was put his mouth just open (laughs) he just breaks to a smile Prince Jules Oh, Prince Jules! And he just runs over to you and, like, oh, yeah, just, just like, tries to give you a one-armed hug, um, almost stopping short as because he's moving towards the entrance of this place, and there's a number of people around who kind of look at him distastefully, and he sort of shrinks back, um, almost, like, more towards the alley, looking a little, little like, like uh, embarrassed. What was his name again? Grindy. Grindy? Yeah, G-R-I-N-D-E. Yeah, as this is happening, Jules looks and says, Grindy! Oh, my God, you made it! You made it! And... Um, Jules is gonna push through, and and open up to go and give him a hug. Hell yeah! Oh my god, you made it! And just one arm wraps around you. Um, <laughs> I I did. I I got out. Um, and I'm here. I was brought here pretty quickly. How the hell are you holding up? Oh, it's I'm doing the service thing right now for, for you know this this uh, lovely inn. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it's not so bad. Uh, sometimes I feel like losing the arm was a blessing. It keeps me from having to go into, well, the works, as they call it. South City. The works? Uh, the Iron Works, mostly owned by Marfil. That's... Jules, it's bad here. We used to think Cerule had it worst of all, but it's bad here. But, but, yeah, that's... I don't want to worry you. You, 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 you're a luminary. I saw you on, on... The network. We yeah, all yeah, saw. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah, believe yeah, what you've yeah, been yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm Jules. Okay. Of course. Just Jules. You're Jules, and and you're out there now, and, and and everyone's gonna know. You're gonna bring us into the light, Jules. We all know it. And there's people here like you. There's. And he looks around very nervously, and I think like he pushes a little farther back towards the alley, and kind of with his one good hand waves you. Why do you have to specify with his one good hand? He knows he's armless. <laughs> I just... Yeah, yeah, with, the, yeah. crit, the crit, the crit, no, no, crit the image. He's just kind of like... With his not don't, don't, don't have to kick him while he's down. <laughs> All right, yeah, Jules goes. Uh, Jules, you're pushing away towards this alley. Uh-huh. Uh, out of curiosity, Zebulon, are you, like, interested in this? Or are you no, following that guy's only right got one hand. I'm not going to... <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Gross! <laughs> Johnny was up there. He's inside. He's gone. Fuck you, John. <laughs> um, George, I'm gonna. And he points inside. Catch up, okay? All right, I'll, I'll be. I'll be right in. Okay, I'll be right in. Zebulon wants to go sit down. Jules right. is about to die. <laughs> As you move away, Jules, you move farther away from the crowd, kind of around the corner to this alley. You see a darkened space. There's there's no one inside, uh, but you do see kind of around the back of this of this building, uh, there is. Likely, uh, yeah, it looks like another exit towards the back, the servant exit. He just kind of... Jules, there's a 
revolution building here. Real deal stuff, like we could never really put together in Cerule. They're... they're serious. I, I thought you might be interested to know. I've, um, made some of my own contributions and... Look, I'm not going to pressure you towards anything, but if you're interested in talking to anybody, they might... they might have use for a luminary. Your, your ability to send messages, your, your ability to, to get the word out. In the old city, there are a number of these estates. Uh, each has sort of been taken over by their own factions. And one of these estates, Salazar, this is called, named for the family that had once controlled it. If you were to travel there, head to the primary building, the central structure. On the steps, you'll see an Ovidado, likely reading. And remember the words, only the dead are free. Okay? Okay. Okay. Jules, you don't look good. You look tired. I'm fucking exhausted. Some things never change, right? Nope. Maybe I'll see you at Salazar. I gotta take care of some business first. He just takes a long moment to smell. You are very deviously opening up your dice box right now. Oh, no, don't mind my dice box. He puts it away. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go play D&D later with my friends. You didn't have to make it weird. <laughs> Do you remember my friends? The Delights, yes. Have you seen any of them around? Here? Did they get relocated here? Uh, no, no, I... I no. I'd, I'm sure I'd recognize them. They were always the stars of the low city. You haven't seen any, uh... Any food going missing or anything you can't explain? Not like the old ways, no. Okay. Keep your ears out for me, please. Will do. Absolutely, I will. Keep my ears out. I'll ask my contacts. Maybe someone's seen something. Thank you. I got got to get some sleep. I got a big day tomorrow. But it was really, really good to see you. And I'll see you again soon. This old man just smiling, this wrinkled smile, and you get the impression that a smile like this has not touched his face in a long time as he turns and moves away, skittering sort of across the crowd, skittering to the next alley he can go to, knowing in that way that the folk of the Low City know that they're just not wanted, not wanted to be seen. Hey, Grindy. Hmm? Hold your chin up. You be proud of who you are. I'm proud of you. We'll have a lot to be proud of soon, Jules. All of us. Fucking right. And you see him just disappear into an alley, into the darkness, out of the moonlit streets. I think there's a bit of a crowd almost like looking at you. Um, people, as, as you've kind of been standing in one place, people are starting to recognize you. There's some like whispers, and but no one close by, no one staying near enough. Yeah, Jules recognizes that and then hurriedly goes into the door. Push room again. And you step inside. And what follows this will move through rather quickly. <laughs> Why are you dancing? It's not a dance party. Yeah, but the music's dancey. Anyway, what happens next will pass through quite quickly because we have a lot of stuff. A lot of content in this arc. I don't want to hold up too, too much on little things unless you guys have an interest in them. So I'll ask you, is there anything you are interested in pursuing in this night or would you rather just zip zop zoop over it as you go into rest? Well, it's more like early morning, but yeah, I guess <clears throat> I guess I'm most interested in getting our eight hours so that we can wake up and still have yeah. some daylight. 
Right. Yeah, Jules is the, uh, Jules is thinking the same thing. He just wants to get to sleep so that morning can come quicker. Okay. Uh, you take your eight hours, and we'll say it is 8.30 upon the time you awaken. We'll say you move to the city pretty fast to get to this point. Um, I just didn't spend a whole lot of time on this. During the night, I think you have a, you know, Nice accommodations. I think they're like maybe almost sparser than you really would have thought. They're like some of the, the lesser rooms here, and John Franklin sort of embarrassingly just, oh, well, he looks like they're out of the good ones, unfortunately. But, Can I uh, make another perception check on that? <laughs> <laughs> no, give me an insight check, sure. Insight or perception? Uh, insight for this. Insight, okay. <laughs> no. It was a nine on the die, minus two. Uh, yeah, it looks like they're just out of the good rooms. God damn it. Probably feel bad for John Franklin. You know he hates sleeping in lesser rooms, but he, uh... I know, this isn't even a double mattress for you, John. Like, I'm well, sorry. Yeah, we well, can... well, you know, I, I, I could go to other inns. I thought about it, of course, but uh, yeah, I'll suffer through it. It's best that you guys get your rest for now. Well, we, we really appreciate it. I'm, I'm feeling a little better. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. And, and you know, this room is for you both. I'll, I'll, have my own, I'll have my own place uh, to sleep. Oh, we haven't... I thought we already woke up. We haven't slept yet. I went back the night before so I could do a little thing with Jean Franklin. <laughs> Hang on. Stay on the voice. <clears throat> David here. That's what happened. Okay. It's morning now. <laughs> you guys have a room. Jean Franklin uh, kind of like goes off to, to you know find somewhere else. So he, he apparently has his own room, like as he always does. But no, you guys share like a, a Us two. Us players knows he doesn't. <laughs> you guys have your beds. You sleep a comfortable night. He promises in the morning to find someone to, 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 you know, talk to you guys, a physician of some sort, if you're willing. Uh, but for now, he knows you need to rest. So you go to sleep. It's hard to sleep. Your bones just, just so cold under the covers and covers. You probably get extra blankets and you still feel so cold. And that's another thing, too, is like you've been moving through the city pretty fast. You realize there's a good chance that some people here might start to realize that you have Sereno and it's not contagious. Jumping and you know, made sure you knew that, but still a matter of concern for the, the folks here. So, um, but I think I hit the night moving here, the you know, the sort of darkness covering you. Uh, and it sounds like in Fiesta Town, it's pretty rare to see people with Sereno. Uh, you're well covered, but under the lay of day, you might be concerned that you could be seen as people who are ill. Except when you wake up, when day comes. When you finally drift off to sleep and when finally you you open your eyes, that cold is gone. You still feel sick right now. You're still under the poison condition, actually. But you have no exhaustion. Yeah, uh, it's almost like something was siphoning away heat from your body and energy from your from your limbs and from your mind, and that's just gone. That feeling is gone. It, it's strange. Yes, but apparently it's going to come back tonight and maybe even worse, but... For now, you feel great. Zebulon immediately looks over to Jules' bed to see if Jules is awake. Oh, yeah, Jules is already sitting on the side of the bed. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, let me ask this. Jean Franklin comes to your door somewhat early, knocks on it. He looks pretty tired as well. Um, well, now uh, you're awake. Good. Uh, should we get a doctor in here? If I've some kind of healer, I can find someone. Or No, let's... Let's keep this quiet for right now. I mean, they could help. What if, what if they meet us back here tonight? Maybe they can at least help us sleep. We can go do stuff during the day. And that sounds good. I can do that. Someone we can trust, John. Yes, I'll, I'll find somebody. 
If you're going to the old city, I can stay here and get you set up. That sounds good. And I got the room for two nights, so I'll, uh, I can make sure the room is in good shape um, while you're gone. And I will say, Stephen, uh, as your sidekick, uh, you can mark Jean Franklin down for one level of exhaustion that you're not aware of as a character. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I don't think there is any place for me to mark exhaustion down. So. Uh, I'll keep that in mind, then. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, if you want to uh, take a look around, be careful. You look great, by the way. You look much better. <clears throat> well, honestly, part of my thinking was that Jean would rest while we were gone. You know what I mean? And he seemed excited at the prospect of, oh, I'll watch your room for you. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So you guys, I guess, push out of the room and, and start heading away. Yeah. He kind of waves you off and too quickly steps inside the room and closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Jean. He's so sweet, isn't he? You hit the streets. And let's just make this quick. You are moving to the north and to the east, following roads that uh, tend to get like a little shabbier the farther you go. You're still in Fiesta Town. Everything is still great. Everything is still a party. But quickly, you start to really see the cracks in the facade. You see them in the figures that kind of mingle amongst the crowd with a little space around them. You see low, soot-covered faces, burned hands, singed hair, eyes on the ground, just moving into alleys and vanishing, much like Grindy, much like rats scurrying from a place where they know they are potentially endangered. And you see these more and more as you get closer and closer to um, where the, this district sort of falls off. You see guard patrols are a little heavier at the sort of border between districts, kind of looking at you nervously as you move by, that you move with purpose and they don't stop you. And then there are no guards. There's just the low, the unfortunate, and there are a lot of them. It becomes so obvious so quickly that this district you're moving into, these streets so filled with people, tents and and structures that are like run down, but so many beds, you know, beds lining them. This must be by far the most populous district in the city. There are multiple families for every building and every time you pass one of these great manors on their little hills um, you can see just like mobs of people just like in every window packed in every door tents all along the properties and we're amongst the sea of just the desperate the low where do you intend to move? Zebulon's looking for somebody that looks like they could be dangerous maybe somebody with a weapon very interesting. Huh. Okay. Let me tell you this then. You push into the old city. You're, you're sort of sticking to like the northeastern side and maybe you take a road that goes from there uh, pushing due south. Kind of lingering uh, close to the border of Fiesta Town. You see some rough looking gentlemen kind of like up ahead moving down south. And as you get you know, you sort of further and further closer to the uh, the hill that sort of makes up the center of the city to where, once again, there are guard, there are lodge, there are rules. There's an estate that stands there. And it might seem interesting to you because this estate is... It's not falling apart. It's it's actually in, in great shape. Uh, you see a sign kind of pointing over a gate that says, Rosas. And you see this, like, the manor is in great shape. Much of the wooden stone of the main building is, is just new construction, uh, just all filling in these old weak points over years and years of, you know, 
may have been uh, misused now taken over by new, new hands. Uh, you see this offensive black iron that rims the property, leaving only a single opening at the main gate. And you do see a number of sort of rough-looking figures milling about, glaring at the passing crowds. There's a sort of great gap between these figures and everyone around. Um, you see some folks that maybe you saw you were following uh, nod and push past them and, and, and move into the gate. And uh, this is a place where you might find figures that you're looking for. Actually, real quick, though, I do need to do something. I want you to roll me. I gave you this information, but I want you to roll me an investigation check to see how long this is going to take. Because time is important. <clears throat> okay, so we have no exhaustion, so it's just straight up, right? Uh, yes, no exhaustion, straight up. No it's disadvantage. The point, the, oh, you're disadvantage. poisoned. You're still oh poisoned. God. Oh, jeez. And yeah. I have a and I have a minus two to investigation. Oh so. my gosh, this is gonna be rough. Oh shit. All right, so twelve was the lowest roll. That's not bad. Not too shabby. Uh, it takes you only an hour to like find this place that maybe you ask around or you see like you know some like I say some some tough looking guys that seem to create space around them as they move. They're easy to spot here. They're the biggest ones. They're the meanest ones. They're the only ones who are really armed. Um, and you begin to see what what might be like the the criminal underbelly of this place. Okay, so as these uh, rough and tumble looking guys are walking through. You know, the crowd's parting around them. Zebulon wants to, to come up next to him and... Psst, hey. Hey, you. Um, a man with just the biggest mustache you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> just this absolutely massive <laughs> curled mustache uh, over this sort of sneering grin. Just looks down at you. And he spits to the side. <laughs> what do you want? So here is where we have to dive into something really fast. What is happening? Um, what is happening? So, Zebulon is a rogue, which means he has certain things. And I'm thinking that he got this particular skill while training with his brother Arhalon in order to uphold justice. Sometimes you need to learn about the criminal underbelly. Okay. Zebulon wants to ask this man about any fresh, hot bounties using Thieves' Can. Oh, shit! <laughs> That's so awesome. That is... That is really cool. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, okay. Um, Yeah, okay, okay. You, you... So you do this Thieves' Can. What, what, tell me, what do you think this looks like? I imagine... I think it's like hand signals are involved. Um, well, I think... I think it can be any number of, you know, whether it's, like, written word and, and uh, symbols or hand symbols or I think there's even just like a verbal component where it's like speaking in code sort of it sounds like a normal conversation it just apparently takes four times longer to get your point across than it would be if you just said hey tell me about any cool new bounties on the street I'm here to collect information on these cool new bounties this is this is why I love them making this more open because I never expected you to get in here so quickly. Okay. But I absolutely love this. Okay. And I think it only makes sense because not only are you using Thieves' Cant and you're kind of like saying things out, you're also kind of a noted figure. And even people here probably recognize Zebulon. And I think this is a very interesting, very curious situation. We should have disguised ourselves. Yeah, maybe. I think you I can do that. You say that, but this figure kind of looks at you, follows up. He has this kind of a twinkle in his eye. His smile kind of widens. Go on in. 
Serapio will see you. There may be something of interest to you. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to want to roll or try to roll insight on this one. Okay. <laughs> can uh, can Jules get in on that too? Even though he yeah. couldn't understand really. You you are surprised this happened, guy just said like, "Hey, come on but, in, yeah. roll insight." Yeah. <sighs> With disadvantage. Yeah, it's still something. Oh, that was good. If if this if this roll um, shapes up, then we might be all right. Nope, of course not. Three minus three. Damn. Second roll from you was an 18. First roll was a nine. Damn. Yeah. This figure just nods to a woman. Oh, man, the other side of the gate. Just long, sleek black hair. Lips just down in this frown. Eyes cold watching you. She just kind of moves wordlessly and gestures you to follow her. And she moves up the path. Do you follow? Jules just gives a nod. <sighs> Shit. All right. Yeah, let's go into this criminal stronghold and follow. You know, we deserve to die. This this crime mother, apparently. We deserve to die. All right, all in. Okay. Here we go. Remember remember earlier when David said, hey, if you're too reckless, well, you know me. <laughs> you know me. Here it is. Here it is. You are moving up this you know small hill past these lush rose gardens, well-tended. Again, this is weirdly beautiful. Nothing like anywhere else you've seen around here. It feels like the kind of estate you should see up on the hill, which right where you stand, this is almost right at the base of the hill. It just looms above you, almost like this one estate knows it doesn't belong there and yet wants to. It just wants to. And so it feels like an extension of this Papalotian hill. I don't care. Papalotian. And yet, the dark figures that mill about, glaring, the the daggers flashing on belts, it tells you this is not a good place. But you follow her to the main, very large gate of this manor, and she's moving up towards the door. And then she stops, and you stop, because you hear a commotion on the other side, just like a pounding of some sore and a voice no no please wait please please and the door bursts open you see a figure comes rolling out tossed cracking against the uh, the steps and rolling down them right before you as a number of tufts just stand in the doorway do not come back without the money but you're not looking at those tufts you hear their voice but you're looking down down in the face very familiar that Despite the situation, despite being upside down on some stairs, a little bit of blood running from a crack or a little like gash in their head, see you and they smile. And Ramin Rasul says, Sibylon! What? Jules, Holy shit! What are you doing here? And we'll call it there. Down. Let me. All right. See, when I do too much like this, 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 I gotta like, I gotta like create Sick. gaps in my notes to make my life easier. Great start, David. Oh yeah, it's we're almost, good. It's almost like really you need start. a different program for notes. Yeah. Yeah. What do you take? What do you have your notes on? Notepad. <laughs> That's all I know. 
Our D&D career rests on Notepad. <laughs> All right. Um, we're, actually, you know what? This is actually a good thing. This is a good thing because I forgot. Yes, I it is because now we have post-credit content. <laughs> I have to check the pronunciation of a word because I'm going to fuck this word up. Um, I've already fucked up every other word. It's so hard because...